welcome to the latest episode of the Finger Guns podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you? I am joined this week by a smorgasbord of people. Mr. Greg Hicks. Hola. How are you doing, two, Captain? Yeah, two in a row for me. I know. This is this is unprecedented. Um, but the caveat being that I am on call again, which is why I'm here. Yeah. So I don't want to repeat it last week where I come in, win the quiz, and then have to piss off because some idiot's fallen over. Well, I was doing the math, and the last four you've been on, you've ducked out of three of them. So <laughs> this could be another one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're in a bed crisis at the moment, but it doesn't stop people falling over. So Quite. Yeah. Quite. How's life on the NHS? Um, I'm not at liberty to say. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, I'm struggling, but this isn't about me. I'm all right. I'm getting by. But it's, cool. it's, just, it's just tough at the moment, not because of COVID. I don't want to create any dissent and say... You know, it's a COVID takeover, blah 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 blah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just busy, and there's just a massive pressure yeah. on the NHS. And Sean will probably attest to the same thing as well. Um, yeah, I don't want to get political. Just wish people would stop taking the fucking piss out of the service. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, let's move on. Yeah. Cat. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks so much for asking. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. How's your week been? Have you, you, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Um, what have I done with week? Absolutely nothing, really. A um, lot of a lot of crappy assignments. Um, a lot of lot of gaming on games that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, yeah, a lot of wine drinking. So it's, it's been all right. It's been all right. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, games and wine. I mean, that sounds awesome. And also in Taunton, don't know if you've ever been there. There's a place called Dolchester Street, and it's just a dessert place, and they do the best um like biscoff waffles and biscoff churros and i just ordered oh. myself some of them on saturday because i was like yeah let's be let's let's just be you know Hell white yeah. gold trash with my black glass of wine and my my millionaire churros you know you're living the dream my friend absolutely that's awesome <laughs> toby 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 oh i'm still here here we go hey man <laughs> hello <laughs> Hey man, I can't, can't get to the mute button when I've got a baby in my hands. Sure. Oh, I've got a little announcement. Yeah. Go on. Let's I've, do it. I've, Finally. We, we've had a baby during the time Yay! I've been out of uh, the podcast. <laughs> we've all had a baby with Toby. It's, it's beautiful. I, I mean, I say we, I say we as in me and my wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The reason I've not been on for a few weeks is because I've had a baby. It's a little boy called Elliot. Oh man, that's so awesome! Congratulations. Thank you. How's he it is, going? Uh, so far? He's in my arms right now, actually, sort of half falling asleep. So if you hear a little, that's him. Is that going to be um, your buzzer for the quiz? You can yeah. squeeze him. Let's get him to just <laughs> make a noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's. I mean, it's been it's <laughs> been a not how babies work. <laughs> I'm not going to squeeze him because poo comes out. To be honest, um, yeah. so no. <laughs> okay, fair. that's uh, had enough of that. Um, it's been three weeks of craziness, to be honest, but. Um, I'm back. I'm hoping I can get on the podcast on a regular basis again. Excellent, man. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Miles Thompson. Hello again. Hello, mate. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, thank you. I'm a little bit full of cold and drowsiness, but other than that, I'm doing well. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, I just woke up with it this morning. Literally woke up and I was like, oh, this is not good. I do not feel great, but I kind of like powered through. Nice. Are you enjoying the return of Renato? I mean... uh, 
on a level of the fact that I don't want United to do well, no. But on a, on the terms of he's just a pleasure to watch as a football player, then absolutely yes, he's as expected, kind of killing it to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and he probably should have had a couple more on the weekend than he already got. Yep, I'm not going to get into that. It makes me angry watching yeah. that game. My God, I mean, you still the... you still won it though. We did, Jesse Lingard. Anyway, and finally, Mister Sean Davies. Hi. Hey man, how's it going? Very well, thank you. Good. <laughs> How are you? Great. I'm you sorry. sound fun to chat to tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying not to. So shortly before coming off on mute, my wife let the biggest fart go in in the history of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Calling her out. <laughs> she was like, "You're on mute, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yes," but also I can't stop laughing. So that's yeah. So. Yeah. Well Amazing. done, wife. Gotcha. <laughs> Can she do it's another a... one? Now, now it's out there. Can she just do another one? Can you do another one? No. 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 John, quick, sit on it. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You have to pay for that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, how are you, Ross? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, man. Had a, uh, a quiet week. Thank you for uh, taking the uh, taking the reins last week while I was otherwise engaged. It's a pleasure. Did we fuck it up? No, it was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, good. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. A cracking performance by uh, Cat on the quiz. Thank you so much. Are you <laughs> going to make me a medal? <laughs> Are you going to make me a medal? I feel like I should just be the wee audience when uh, Greg said. <laughs> just like, you know, like when you like do something. I'm not going to apologize like, and make, be made to just feel go. bad because I know. Don't apologize. You fucking bossed it, man. You absolutely sat on my face and that's fine. Wow. You know, I just know what wow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's nothing. Your boyfriend right. is right there. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you absolutely stole my face. <laughs> she has a way with words. Yeah, she really oh, does. Just, uh, yeah. just so, so eloquent, you know? So eloquent. Yeah, I'm so elegant. I'm just... just elegant now as well. Yeah, super elegant, me. Um, yeah. Anyway, anywho, anyway, let's, very much. let's crack it on, shall we? Uh, Kat, do you want to go first in Game of the Week? Sure, yes. Why not? Um, <laughs> Let, let's keep this crazy train moving, I, I shall mean, we? then I can be fast in something. Why not, eh? Um, so, Very good. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I'm going to be a bit boring this week, and um, kind of because I, the game that I'm playing, I'm going to have to talk about, and maybe I'll talk about it next week, maybe I won't, who knows. Um, so I'm going to pick a game where I've kind of maybe mentioned it about I don't know, two months ago because I hadn't gotten into it but this time I'm gonna talk up its DLC so anybody who hasn't gotten um control on you know PlayStation Plus you sucked and you've missed out on a really good game I finished control now and now I'm onto the DLC and it's incredible it's a really good DLC I really like it um so that's my game of the week um so if anybody who doesn't know um Control is essentially about a woman who's on the lookout for her brother um, who went missing when they were kids, kind of, he kind of got taken and she's been looking for him ever since. Um, There's something called the Federal Bureau of Control um, and she starts working there as a director and she's on the lookout for her brother, but they go into lockdown because they get infected with these kind of, I guess, uh, extraterrestrial like monsters called the Hiss that infect humans. And uh, yeah, so she's kind of doing like a double, a double entendre of trying to find her brother and, you know, try and trying to I guess seize the lockdown and and kind of save the world get the girl and all that jazz um that's not not what double entendre means you're right it isn't but I was going to mention but it's fine yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, someone's got something on the brain. I'm still reeling. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that's my game of the week. It's really great. Um, I'm actually, I was really surprised it came with the PlayStation Plus. I didn't expect all of the package to come in one. I, I thought that it was just going to be the base game. Um, so I was really excited when I finished the game and then it was like, you have an extra mission. And I was like, and initially just thinking it was a prologue and I was like, this feels really, really long for like a prologue mission. Um, and yeah, and it wasn't, it was the DLC. Um, and the DLC is kind of set at kind of the, the depths of the, of the control bureau that you're in, um, kind of looking for somebody who went missing in the main story. So, um, yeah, it's a massive map. There's loads of missions. There's a little side stuff. You can still do all the bureau alerts and the in the main stuff. So you can still kind of roam around, free roam uh, the base game. Yeah, I'm having loads of fun. I wouldn't be sad if they didn't make a sequel, but I'm psyched that they are making a sequel because I think that actually what they've done with the game is amazing um, and what they've done with the DLC is really, really good, but I am pretty psyched. I'm even more psyched now. When I when the DLC was announced, on the DLC, when the sequel was announced... Um, I didn't really, it's not that I didn't care, it was just I didn't know enough about the game to care. So <laughs> I was just like, yeah, cool, that's fine. And uh, now that I've actually sequel played the game, what? with Control, there there was a sequel. There is. There is. There is. I'm sure there is. I'm sure they've announced a sequel and then a multiplayer. They've announced a larger scale Control game to yeah. follow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Holy See, shit. I know I'm putting something. this in the quiz. I'm putting yes! this in the quiz. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I know something Craig didn't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, they're making a sequel, but it's not going to be for a few years yet, and they're going to make a multiplayer. Um, I suppose we know very little about it. We could, It could be argued that it might not be a sequel, like a, like a direct sequel. We could just thumb culture and make up no, Who knows? Yeah, we could. We but could but they have said it. a larger scale control game. That's what they yes. said, I think. And I think I did read that it was going to directly follow. Oh, okay. The initial story, but I could be wrong. I'm happy um, to believe it. I want. I, I would like a sequel as well. Yeah, I would like it to follow hmm. directly after that. Um, cool. But yeah, so that's 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 my game of the week. Awesome, awesome. I need to get back into control. I still haven't finished it. Oh, it was great. Okay, yeah, you, you love yeah. it. Where are you up to? Oh man, I don't know. Without spoilers. Yeah, it was kick. <laughs> it was kicking my ass. I know that much, but yeah. Oh really? Well, there's definitely there's now an assist mode on it, which literally you can Ooh. turn on invincibility and one hit kills. So if you ah, play the story, tempting. there is no shame in doing that. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Is it called what? sissy mode? Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sissy mode, yeah. Uh, sissy mode. Okay. Uh, Gregaton, what's your game of the week? Short and sweet, Death Loop. Ah, yes, that one. Because that's and, all I've been and done. <laughs> and done, yeah. Um, well, I don't need to say any more than what I said in my review. Apart from that, I missed out that the banter that Colt has between. Liliana, oh sorry, Juliana and himself is fucking brilliant. It reminds me, it reminds me of Time Split is Future Perfect. Did anyone play that? Yes. Thank you. Um, when Cortez has like meetings with himself and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's that kind of level of like, ah, I like it. Um, when he's talking about naming his gun, Cole Jr. No, that sounds like my dick. Um, <laughs> Little J. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like, um, my only grumble with it is enemies can spot you from way too far. It's like Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain Syndrome. Like, how did you spot me from half a mile away with that fucking tiny peephole-eyed mask on? Like, no. Um, other than that, I love it. It's great fun. And, right, this is the this is the thing that 
people are saying, I mean, I even said it as well. I used the references a few times. I said, like, if you like Dishonored, you'll like Deathloop. But it's like saying, if you like Dark Souls, you'll like Sekiro, but don't expect them to play the same. Because obviously, to, to, to paraphrase, Dark Souls is rolly roundy shield counters that kind of stuff Sekiro is sword parrying blah 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 but it's from software so you know the main type of game it is but obviously dishonored i like being stealth now in Deathloop, you can sneak around and there are some trophies attached to not killing people or if you can do like a whole loop or a whole section without killing anyone that kind of thing but you don't get penalized for shootouts or for killing people there's no there's no punishment there's no like high chaos low chaos ending so i'm kind of being a bit more aggressive but still trying to sneak around and not cause massive firefights because you are made of like wet paper but uh yeah i i, I can't say any more than i didn't say in my review it's just a, such a good game and i love a good time travel time loop uh, you know multiple paradoxes that kind of thing i love that kind of story anyway so it's right up my street Awesome. Yeah, uh, I concur. It's a great game. And the dialogue is fantastic. Um, I just followed the guy that actually plays Colt. And nice. um, I've seen that he's been doing interviews. So I might... I might also, uh, the word cromulent. The word cromulent? That's, yeah, that's come up in one of the things. I don't know if it's a real word, but it reminds me of the Simpsons with the uh, Jebediah Springfield thing. With the, uh, right. <laughs> cromulent. I hadn't heard that word before I came to Springfield. And I was like, oh, please don't be a real word. Please be a Simpsons word. Yeah, the VO is just, uh, it's, it's yeah. another level in Deathloop. It's fantastic. And I had that that clip I put on my Twitter uh, where I got killed and then immediately walked off an ice flow where it put me back to, because you can't swim. I got killed mm. and went, yeah, cool. Blah, 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 and fell straight in. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not annoyed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's me. Yeah. Deathloop, you can read uh, Greg's review right now. Fingerguns.net, go do it. Do it. it. It's actually cohesive and makes sense, other unlike some of the other reviews out there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You referencing I, my review. I recommend I recommend not killing all eight targets in one loop. Um that that is the, how you finish the game. Yeah, let's uh, uh, let's literally the premise of the game. I know, I know. I'm uh, talking about thumbing it into the culture. Uh, if, you want, if you want the game, if you want the game to last, right? Don't kill all eight targets. Don't, don't fin- if you want it to last, yeah. don't finish the game. What well, I could say was any video game. Yeah. Infinitely replayable. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to find out what happens in 80s. Don't it's take on that loop final boss. In, in Deathloop, don't kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to beat Robotnik. Don't get to the final level. Plat- platinum award. Oh, boy. Uh, Toby, what is your game of the week? Uh, my game of the week is, uh, when I've actually managed to have five seconds to play it, um, is uh, Tales of Arise, um, which has been getting a lot Ooh. of good reviews, actually. It's not just me who played it and liked it. It sold a million copies in two weeks. It sure did. That's amazing. That's the yeah. fastest selling RPG outside of like Final Fantasy VII Remake, I think, in a long time. So um, pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It's uh, Well, I'm still playing it. There's there's a long old story in there, um, a good 40 to 50 hours or so. Um, it's basically the premise in a nutshell is you've got two planets that you can see in each other's skies and one is enslaving the other, right? So um, they use these little things that they put on their hands to sort of harness their spirit energy. And there's a horrible, sinister Game of Thrones that these five lords are playing, where if they manage to siphon the most energy off of their, you know, cohort of slaves, then they get to be the uh, the emperor at the end of a seven-year period. 
And basically you are a slave who breaks free and decides to fight back. And, you know, you build up your little party like you would in any JRPG and you go and bust some heads and, uh, and overthrow some empires. And it's just really fun. It's very anime. It's very um, heavy handed and, you know, all that kind of stuff that you'd expect from a Japanese RPG. But it's really endearing. It's really fun. The combat's very fluid and, and Tales is already quite an action packed sort of combat system. And this one's just up the ante even more. Um, so yeah, it's really, really fun. Um, I even got to a point where I thought the plot was just getting so intricate and so like, like there were scenes that I wasn't expecting to happen. And, and I was like, that makes that whole thing more interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like someone had decided to put like these, like a chat with one of the bad guys in that you might expect, you know, that, that's the kind of scene you might expect, but it just wasn't coming from where you'd been going so far. And then it just flipped on its head completely. This guy was actually a goodie. And it was just like, oh, okay, I, I'm not even... I'm not even able to fully guess what's happening. And that's quite an achievement in a plot in a video game sometimes. Um, you know, you really do know what's going to happen in a lot of games. Um, so yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised and uh, I think I've still got a good 15, 20 hours still to go. Excellent. I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. You were thank waiting you. on that one, weren't you? Yeah, we got a lovely code in. So thank you, Bandai Namco. I've had a quite a Bandai Namco sort of a year, really, haven't I? I've had co Code Vein, Scarlet Nexus, uh Sekiro, Dark Souls 3, and now Tales of Rise. I know, man. That's a very Bandai Namco year. <laughs> Absolutely. When it comes around, who's your publisher of the year? Definitely Bandai Namco. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might yeah, they're, they're having a banner year. Uh, Miles, your game of the week. Um, I'm going to have to be a little bit boring on this one and say Life is Strange again, because when I talked about it last week, I'd only played the first two episodes and thoroughly enjoyed them, and now I've finished it. Oh, yeah, um, I wasn't here last week. I cannot believe you were playing that in front of Cat. <laughs> that's, that's just so done. fucking well rude, out of man. order well that's out of done. order requested the code didn't get it and do you know what he does oh, I'll, I'll buy it and then i'll just play it in front of you <laughs> well thanks pal thank I you did, just... i did offer for you to play it afterwards so you don't have to pay for it so yeah, yeah and that's fine but like it was just the pain during you know yeah yeah <laughs> i would say i'm sorry but it was that's like oh, i'll sorry. offer you an ice pack after i punch you in the face like i still gotta go through the punch in the face <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what else to say, to be honest. You ain't wrong. It's one of your best metaphors, that one. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> pretty, pretty on point, that one. Can't argue it. Um, but yeah, so I've now finished it properly and I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it actually more than I expected to when they kind of first announced it and I watched some of the trailers for it and whatnot. Um, it actually gets better um, as it goes further in and the last couple episodes are really really well done it covers some really cool stuff and when I say cool it covers deep stuff which is really like emotional and you know like difficult subjects and that kind of thing but it handles a lot of them as Life is Strange has done before like in a very interesting and actually quite for me quite a an eye-opening way there are a couple of bits where i was like oh i've seen these kind of things done before but you're actually doing them in a way which is much more accessible and comprehensible and actually makes sense as to why the protagonist especially kind of acts the way they do so i think alex is a main character for the first episode i was a bit like oh i'm not really sure if i'm particularly keen on her character or personality but as it went on and it started to expand more about who she is and why I was like, do you know what? She's actually a very, very well done protagonist, a very well put together character um, to the point where I consider this season now up there with season one and before the storm and probably above season two. Um, yeah, I just think it's really expertly done. Um, the kind of 
the way it kind of ties them, tries to tie things up at the end is a little bit kind of they needed a bit more time and i think the episode could have been a bit longer um which is a bit of a common criticism that the last two episodes have had is that they are a little bit on the short side but overall i think considering they haven't done it episodic and they've released it as one whole package i really enjoyed it i think the characters are all very well done i think the setting is gorgeous the music is on point there's a bit in the last episode which has a use of a, a really old track, which everyone will know, but I'm not going to spoil because you should all play it and experience it for yourself. And it was just perfect. And I was like, this is awesome. And I just sat, there's like bits where you can like sit with the music or sit in the moment and you can just leave whenever you want to. And I just sat there for like the whole run, run of the song before I moved on. Um, and yeah, I just, I really, really enjoyed it. And I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. And I came out of it and I had that typical kind of life is strange void for about a day. But I didn't really know what to do with, my, do with myself afterwards, which is kind of weirdly pleasant in a strange way. Um, so, yeah, I thought I would recommend it again now that I've actually finished it through to completion. Excellent stuff. I'm glad it, uh, glad it had the, the desired effect. Yeah, absolutely. It was a nice palette cleanse from some of the other games I've been playing recently as well. It's a very different style. But yeah, was it apparently. better than Handball 21? I mean, nothing can ever really be better than Handball 21. It's Absolutely. like an unattainable benchmark for any video game ever. But I think as yeah. far as games go, it got it got close, but nothing will ever match it. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you in that position, but I just wanted, I was just curious. I feel like it's always a bit of a redundant question, isn't it? Like it, nothing's yeah, it ever going to match it. Never. It nope. You're absolutely right. And finally, Mr. Sean Davies, your game of the week. A few seconds. I just want to say to Miles that I'm really chuffed that they've kept the whole sitting thing in Life is Strange True Color because sitting is always like a strong point in those games. Yeah. Like in the first one, you just sat and then you would get like some exposition about the story. And then yeah. the second one, you'd sit and take in the, and just sitting and taking in the music sounds like an awesome twist on what they do. I, I once wrote a piece that I never published about the sitting in Life is Strange because I didn't publish it because it was boring as fuck, but... Um, <laughs> I'd have read just, it. I'd have loved it. <laughs> it's just something they do in those games. People sit down and things happen. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it even doubles down on it as well. There's a there's a, like a few moments in every episode that it just gives space to do it, and the soundtrack for it is just gorgeous. Like, there's so many tracks in there that I was like, this is amazing. So, yeah, if you like that, it actually goes even further than the other games did, so... Oh, man, I need to play this. Um, also, Deathloop is my fucking game of the year so far but the other game which is keeping me from playing death loop so much is tales of iron which i have a review on the website this is my game of the week it's another game of the year contender from oddbook studios and untitled label it's a 2d souls like about a rat named reggie who is the rightful heir to the rat throne but has just been uh, had his ass handed to him by a giant frog and the frogs have destroyed the rat kingdom and he, he is on a quest to rescue his friends and family and take back the kingdom. It's fucking brilliant. It's got a rock, paper, scissors, shotgun style combat. So every every foe that you come across kind of telegraphs their attacks uh, using like a color and a shape above the head. So they have a normal attack, which you can dodge, which is like red squiggles or, or a yellow squiggly attack that you've got to parry. And you, you're not given long to parry these attacks on, to, to dodge and to roll out of the way. But you know, each each enemy, even like the most bog standard of froggy enemies, can be the end of you in this game if you're not paying attention. But it's so rewarding to get like, you know, some of the bosses will will absolutely hammer you the first three times, and then finally you'll figure it out. And like, oh, I've got a block here, and then then parry, and then 
is that typical souls like thing where you've got the pattern to recognize and once you've recognized the pattern you could fuck them up and it feels so good to absolutely murder big frogs that have destroyed your kingdom and it... <laughs> you don't say that very often do you we don't get a chance to say things like that very often no no uh title my sex tape <laughs> 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 so good to fuck up frogs that have ruined my kingdom anyway <laughs> um but yeah if you're looking for something a bit different um 2d souls likey but it's, it's just so charming like it's a it's a it's got a great like 2d layers meets 3d visuals kind of style to it uh, that looks like a like a pop-up book that you're moving through and it's the same guys that did the lost bear which i think paul reviewed many years uh, ago yeah but it, it's it's so nice to look at, and um, I say this, and you know, nice as on you know, you're watching a rat get covered in frog brains, but you know, it's <laughs> it's just a really great game. And if you're looking for something a bit different, uh, definitely give that a look. Uh, I'm currently trying to split my time between Deathloop and this, and I am fish, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, there's a review coming for that too. I'm looking forward to reading that one. What is your game of the week? My game of the week, quite randomly, is Perfect Dark. Fuck off. Yeah, it really is. It's the game I've been playing the most this week. If you'd uh, asked me, what's my game of the week? I'd have never said that. Never in a million years. <laughs> I spent, uh, I, was, I turned on my Xbox, I went into my games, and I saw it there, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to play me some Perfect Dark. And I've been playing it every night since, and it's just been a wonderful reminder of how great Rare are and how much fun I had with that game way back in the day on the N64, uh, throwing the old expansion pack into the console and playing it properly that way. Um, it's a fantastic game. It's really, really hard. I just sort of forget how hard kind of these, I guess you can call them old school shooters are now. Um, it's difficult to navigate. It's very annoying uh, to get around because you just don't know where you're going. You just got to guess that some doors are open and some aren't. Um, Joanna Dark doesn't have any sort of character to her really. But it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's, it's classic GoldenEye shooting mechanics. And it's just, yeah, it's a lovely reminder of, uh, of playing the N64 back in the day. And what's really hit me more than anything was there was a moment where I was watching something on TV and I thought, I'm going to play, I want to play some Perfect Dark. So I loaded up Game Pass on my phone. And lo and behold, it was there. I didn't know that where Replay stuff was on Game Pass. Um, so that was pretty awesome. And I ended up playing Perfect Dark through the cloud on my phone whilst watching something on TV. And it just kind of hit me like, man, we have come so far. The first time I played this game was on an N64 on a CRT TV, which was a little square in the corner. And man, it was just wild. But yeah, Perfect Dark. Me and Joanna Dark were crushing it. And I've never played Perfect Dark Zero. And I thought that was on there as well. So once I've done Perfect Dark, I might give that a go and see if it really was as, oh. as good as everyone thought it was. Oh, I've got to try it at least. Not true. Uh, right then, let's crack on with... Tonight's quiz with Mr. Sean Davies. Word up, homies. Let's do a quiz. How's it going, Brosif? <sighs> Rocking it. Right. Such a bunch of crackers. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be <laughs> seeing you calling cracker, cracker? <laughs> um, right. This is a standard quiz. We've gone back to a standard quiz. Turns out it's quite difficult to find five facts about ten games every week. So we're doing a trivia quiz. And uh, it's faster finger for, fastest finger first. Um, so let's start with some buzzers. Uh, Greg, let's, what, what buzzer have you got this week? I'm coming. Oh, <laughs> God. That's like a Miles one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait, okay. it gets better. It gets better. Here, here. 
I'm coming. <laughs> oh, Amy. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was awful. Wait. Wait. I'm coming. <laughs> Please tell me there's a slowdown. You may have it. <laughs> okay. I'm coming. Uh, you may have uh, Amy. It. <laughs> I was gonna say it needs that. Uh, Amy. <laughs> I suppose I should thank you. Does anyone know what it is? <laughs> Does anyone actually know what it is? I don't even think I want to know. It's Wesker from Resident Evil Five. Is it? Yeah. No wonder. Impossible. <laughs> terrible, terrible Wesker. I don't Hold remember. On. I played it a couple of years ago. I don't remember it being that bad. Hold on, I'm coming. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh lord! You're making me laugh too much. I'm going to shake like the baby. <laughs> Don't drop the baby. You're going to shake your baby. Jesus what? Christ! Toby. You know when you get a good belly laugh on, <laughs> shaking, no, shaking. No, no, I'm coming. Wait, take this. All right, who's got the next buzzer? <laughs> right. uh, Ross, what's your buzzer? Uh, uh, Amy. Of course oh, it is. No. Thank there you. It is. Has anyone else got any sex ones we can get out of the way with? Sega. <laughs> right. Sega. Uh, is that you, Miles? Yeah. Finish yeah. him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Amy. Right. Take this. Uh, Toby, have you got one? I can't hold an alarm. Uh, a um. Baby. A buzzer right now because I'm holding a baby. <laughs> That's fair enough. So I'm just going to go alarm. <laughs> like they do in uh, Wolfenstein. Okay. Nice. A cat? I'm just going to be good old Pikachu. Why not? Thank you. Okay. Oh, so Alarm! I'm gonna, I've got no clue. <laughs> good luck, John. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, question one. In Grand Theft Auto V, there exists a hatch 500 feet below the surface of the sea off Sandy Shore. Stay near this hatch and you'll hear Morse code that spells out a message. That message is an Easter egg relating to which other Rockstar game? Uh, uh, Amy. Ross? Uh, Bully? No. Uh. I'm coming. <laughs> Greg? Red Dead Redemption 2? No. Alarm. Toby? Red Dead 1. Red no. Dead Revolver. <laughs> Miles or Cat? Mm. Miles? GTA San Andreas? No, Kat, it's all down to you. No, don't do that to me. Uh, no, I, I don't even know. I, I bet it was Red Dead knows? Redemption 2. Um, Wait, one, is it Red Dead Redemption 1? <laughs> no, it's not really guess there. Come on. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no, I've got no idea. I've run out of... Oh, was it Eleanor? No. I've got it nothing, was... I've got nothing. Eleanor? <laughs> right, so uh, no, nobody got it. It was uh, GTA 4. Oh, oh, Christ. oh yeah. the, the mess the message spells out, hey, you never call how do you fancy going bowling? Oh, right. oh. okay. Yeah. Question two. Which iconic platforming game character went from having four fingers in their first game released in 1997 to having three games in a sequel released in 1998 because of a Yakuza-backed pressure group in Japan that wanted to cha- charge the developers and publishers millions of pounds for releasing the game in the East? Alarm. That's one of the best questions we've had. <laughs> Toby? Crash Bandicoot. No. Fish. <laughs> Miles? Rayman? Oh, nope. I was going to say that. And if you got that right, I'd have yeah, that was my sad. other answer. No, yeah. that, was a good, that was a good guess. Um... I'm coming. Greg? 
Gex? No. Is it something that was actually successful? Very successful. Well, it had sequels. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, something's have shit to shit sequels. Were just... 97 sounds late for all the platforms that are in my head right now. Ross or I think it's Miles Ross, still? Ross, no, Ross or Cat. No, I've been. Ross or Cat. Okay. Is it... Did do, did do, Come on, somebody buzz and just have a guess. Uh, uh, Amy. Ross? Zool. No. <laughs> you said 1997? Yeah. Stop Googling it. Okay. So first how, how do I Google it? I've not got anything to Google with. <laughs> the, the question is, which iconic platforming game character went from having four fingers in the first game Eight. to these... <laughs> what? I can't believe that worked! <laughs> <laughs> Released in 1997 <laughs> to having three fingers in the sequel, released in 1998 because of a Yakuza. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, let me have a go. Let me have a go. Oh, my God. Oh. Is it, is it, is it Abe's Oddworld? It is. Oh, 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 my God. Nice. Damn it. Shut up. Damn it. So, yeah, apparently there, there's a, a Yakuza backed. Apparently, having four fingers in Japan is seen as being some kind of sub class yep. because of. Because they take packaging. one off, don't they? Yeah. Uh, it used to be like packaging injuries and things like that. So uh, th- there's like a Yakuza-backed uh, pressure. Well, when, you, when you've uh, shamed your Yakuza yeah, you clan off. or whatever, you have to cut off your finger. Yeah. Or it, you cut off part of it, don't you, down to the knuckle? Mm. And then if it's, it's bit for further infractions. There's a wonderful scene of that in uh, that Netflix film with um, Jared Leto. He has to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, apparently uh, Disney had to pay this pressure group $5 million a year to have Mickey Mouse anywhere near Japan because wow. Mickey only has four fingers. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I was going to say Glover first, and I was like, no, because he's I actually was say Glover. hand. Yeah, so we just like... have to like <laughs> pretend that we're offended by something, and then we get paid millions of pounds yeah. a year for them to yeah. have it in that country? Any any country that puts... I just need to be more offended about first. stuff, don't I? I'm offended by James Corden. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Pay me millions of pounds to have him. On my TV. Anywhere near us again. <laughs> if, you, if you wanted to bring him back to the UK, you have to pay me millions. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Tax. This is a perfect plan. <laughs> okay, question three. Winston Jeeves is the name of the butler for which I come to you. Amy. Okay, Greg. That was Greg. He's the, he's the butler for Lara Croft, but it's from Correct. Tomb Raider, if that's what you're. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well done, Greg. That was such a cacophony of noise. Um, you have like, a lot in in the freezer, then you've the whole game wrong. I can't okay. believe that's Wesco. Can't believe it. <laughs> okay. I'm not surprised it's from Resident Evil 5, though. No, yeah, he's got some crackers in that. Okay, not shake. bad, not bad at all. Oh, thanks, Sonic. Um, question four. Uh, Sonic okay. Go- <laughs> 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 Whatever you say. Question four. The Sonic the Hedgehog supporting character Mighty is what type of animal? I'm coming. Greg? He's a bee. No, he's not. No, it's not. No, he's not. Alarm. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> you know, a wasp. No. Progressively <laughs> worse German it, I don't know who it is because... <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm just going by a bee uh, being close. Uh, he's, an, he's an armadillo. Correct. Oh, damn it. Oh, that's sad. Oh, I waited for you, this. Ross. I was like, Ross, you got it. This is come on, Ross. You didn't. Uh, no, you... <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. We're waking the baby. We're waking the baby, guys. Oh, no. Yeah. Stop, stop, shout, stop shouting alarm definitely, in his face. Definitely then. me, though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Question five. I teach Mario... him German. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> How is shouting alarm teaching in German? Toby, Toby's accent's getting worse. Dick <laughs> Americana! Indoctrinating okay. him to Wolfenstein early. Yeah. Right, question five. Mario is most commonly known for wearing his red cap and blue overalls in his games. What colour were his overalls when he first appeared as Jumpman in Donkey Kong? I'm coming! Uh, uh, Amy! Jesus Christ, them two should not follow each other. <laughs> Greg? Uh, were they black? No, they were. No! No. Greg, oh, uh, Ross? Uh, uh, Amy! Uh, when they red? The red is correct. Yeah, I was thinking of the colour palette than theirs. Okay, qu- damn. Question six. Which classic horror game released in 1992 was originally intended to be called Call of Cthulhu, Doom of Deserto, right up until it's released when the name was changed? Coming. Greg? Alone in the Dark? Correct. Oh, wow. Oh, that is damn. Wow. Was, that, was that a licensing thing? I just know it's very old. Was it a licensing thing? No, it was It was actually, they were going to make it the first game in the Call of Cthulhu series, but then decided to change it to, I think it was like um, something to do with a meteorite. Um, oh, okay. She just changed the basically made it. To I, I have one or two guesses. Maybe that or Clock Tower. I was going to say Clock Tower. You didn't, no you? way! I know. I just was dealing with a baby at the time. Oh, here we go. Bless. That's going to be my excuse the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Toby's got like a free pass for every quiz ever now. I see. Okay. <laughs> I didn't win because I wasn't concentrating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question seven: Which Call of Duty game features the controversial level called No Russian? Uh, uh, Amy. <laughs> I was first. It was it was Russ. It uh, wasn't. Modern, it bloody was. Modern yeah. Warfare 2. I think Correct. the word alarm finished before any of the other buzzers, though. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure it finished first, uh, but it wasn't. He didn't first. get the full title, though. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it anyway. It's okay. okay. Thanks. Question eight Which first person shooter series features multiplayer maps called Deck 16, Morpheus, and Facing Worlds? I'm coming. Greg? Quake. Incorrect. Ooh. Ooh. Wait! <laughs> it's too late. It's too late, Wesker. Shut the hell up. No. <laughs> Anyone else I got a guess? Uh, uh, Amy. Ross? Doom. No. Oh. Can you repeat the question? I can. Which first person shooter series features multiplayer maps called Deck 16, Morpheus, and Facing Worlds? I absolutely presumed that that last one would be like, <laughs> oh, everyone would know this. But obviously not. Oh, yeah. I remember from school now. It's all coming back to me. Doesn't matter. Is it? <laughs> Anyone? Is it that old, is it? Oh, wow. Oh, that was a fake. That was a that was a false one. That's oh. my fat fam. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer. <laughs> I would like to go to bed at some point. So I've got nothing. I've got <laughs> Nobody, nothing okay. at all. The answer was Unreal Tournament. Ah, uh, it was uh, wasn't it? Okay, question nine. Which farming and life simulator game was released on the Nintendo Switch on the day I'm of the coming. 2000... Greg? Harvest Moon? No! Uh, uh, Amy! Ross? Animal Crossing New Horizons. No. Ah, <laughs> he said Let it me... with such conviction. Can you finish the question? Can you finish the question? Let me, Let me finish yeah. the question. See where they went wrong. Okay. I thought it was going to be yeah. the same day that we went into lockdown, which is no. when Animal Crossing came out. <laughs> which farming and life simulated game was released on the Nintendo Switch the day of the 2017 Harvest Moon? I'm going to oh. give it a start. Uh... Yes? Was it Staxel? It's not. Because Alarm. you're currently playing that. 
No, but there was a there was a pre come out four there years was, ago. There was a there's a there was a um a a base. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we alarmed. Alarm. <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> uh, Stardew Valley. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking obviously. Yeah. Okay. That's my one point. I didn't say it. Question 10, which of these comic book characters has not had an equipable skin released for Fortnite Battle Royale? Is it Beast Are Boy? there any? Yes, yeah, absolutely tons at this point. There's like Loads. 30. Um, <laughs> so which one of these comic book characters has not had an equipable skin released for Fortnite Battle Royale? Is it Beast Boy, Green Arrow, Silver Surfer? Uh, uh, Amy! Ross? Cyclops. Correct. Well done. There's only ever going to be one winner there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to put a Ross question in every song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question 11. Finish the name of this 2005 driving game. Big Mother Truckers 2, Truck, Blank, Blank. Uh, uh, Amy. Toby. Toby. Truck like a fucker. <laughs> I actually was going to say something like that. So if that's, if that's actually so, real. Ge- ge- genuinely, I mean, it's not close, but it's the oh. same tone. <laughs> Um, I'm coming. I think it was Russ next one. Yeah, it was. I think yeah. Russ, like a bitch. <laughs> it's two words. It's two words. What well, I mean, like a, like a, like it was one word. Greg, like hell. No. Uh. Anyone else? Big whitey. So what is it? Wait, what's what's the two words? <laughs> big, big mother. Big truck mother truck blank, blank. Truck blank, Me, blank. daddy. Oh, you're so fucking close. No, me, mummy, me harder, me softer, <laughs> me at the bum. What is You said it, but it was like the fourth or fifth one. It's going to be truck me harder, isn't it? Is it going to be truck me harder? Truck me down. Truck me harder. Can I have that? No. Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> Can't have it after the sixth guess, man. No. <laughs> Nobody else Never. is guessing. I still want to go. No, no, no. I feel like mine was better. No, no, no. Did you no, even guess there? No, I haven't even uh, subbed in yet, but I can now, can't I? Yes, go on then. Go on then. harder. Well done, mate. Thank you. You're so clever, again. Silent assassin. Okay. I just waited for it to end. Oh, is that? Question 12, what is the name of the first Sparrow the Dragon game that was not originally released as an ex- exclusive to a PlayStation platform? I'm coming. Greg. Enter the Dragonfly? Correct. Oh, wow, what a guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn it. I would have got that right as well if yeah. I'd actually gone for it. It was the only one I know. Same. It's the only one I can think of. Well done. Same. Same. Damn it. <laughs> Question yeah. 13, in which shooter game will you find playable characters called Echo Zero and Thatcher, among ton of others. Echo Zero and Thatcher. Hello. Oh, oh wait, Toby. Uh, Division. No. Uh, Ross. Overwatch. No. Coming. Greg. Rainbow Six Siege. Correct. Because <laughs> Thatcher's got his big old hammer. I was oh, yeah. Tom Clancy. I was Tom Clancy. I went right. I went the right way. We were going the right way. Oh. Just in the wrong direction. Let me get it. No, Greg, I didn't. didn't. Okay, question 14. In the 2000. Okay. Now Ross has zoned out. (laughs) Question 14. In the 2016 Assassin's Creed movie, lead character Callum Lynch explores his 15th century ancestors' memories set in which country? Uh, uh, Amy. 
Ross. Italy. Incorrect. Alarm. Bollocks. Toby. What? Hey. Persia. No. Greg. Uh, Egypt. No. Ah, you weren't ready oh, anyway. Spain, isn't it? I am doing my thing, but it's not working for some reason. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Miles. Just uh, shout Spain. alarm, mate. Spain, correct. Well done, Toby. God damn yeah, it. Miles. <laughs> I actually know that one. That's mine. That's mine. I actually know that one, but it wasn't yeah. working. I thought everyone was done. The last two answers Miles has got have been because we've said them out loud. Yeah. I did I did know that one. My buzzer just wasn't. And now working. I think he's tying with me and now I'm livid. <laughs> okay. I would be as well. Well, prepare for the last one then, because this might be a tiebreaker. Uh, question 15. In which narrative game would you explore the halls of Blackwell Academy? Oh. <laughs> what the fuck what? was that? It was me. I think it was mine like a million. I'll be honest with you. I, I heard I heard Miles' uh, first. That motherfucker. Oh dear. It's life is strange. Correct. <laughs> I'm just gonna end that there. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So um cat got one, two, uh two. That's, that's fuming. <laughs> that's made me laugh because Miles like sniped people's ants. Greg got I mean Greg did not do very well on that one. Three, four, four. Oh, okay. I think Ross wins this one though. Uh Okay, cat cake. Uh, Ross got one, two, three, three. Ooh. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I got, I got, I got oh. more than that. Never mind. Toby got one, 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 one. Yeah, one. Miles got um, technically none. Technically, yeah, yeah. Technically, technically, he got one. Wow, there's a lot Greg of one. bitter voices one. in this isn't on a low there? scorer. I thought he'd still win that. Yeah. Well done, Greg. Well done, Greg. That was the most varied quiz we've had with yeah, a lot of people. That was yeah. that one. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah. That's just spread, though. That's good. You know. Yeah, it's good nice. when we have varied, uh, some funny buzzers as well. I like it. Yeah. Everybody got a point. I mean, this hey. is the first. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I think that buzzer should just win. Wait. Love you, Wesker. I'm coming. <laughs> Miles, you don't like alarm. I do like alarm, but uh, Greg's one that just reminds me of the bit where you do the boss battle with Wesker, and he's like, "Why won't you understand, Chris?" And he just says it in, like the most complete way. global saturation. <laughs> I'm so glad it's you just... said that, and not like uh, Greg's buzzer reminds me of high school. No. Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then, let's get into the news. If we can, if we can focus, maybe we can. Who knows? Um, first up, we had a THQ showcase this week where they showed off seven games. Um, it wasn't a barnstorming event, but it was pretty It was pretty good if you're into uh, THQ. They showed off seven of their uh, possibly 42 games that they currently have in development. So there's plenty more to come from THQ. Nordic. All of those acquisitions over the last couple of years are finally coming into fruition. Um, who saw the THQ showcase? Who saw something that they'd like to uh, sh- discuss and any highlights? What did you make of the show, Tobes? I thought it was good. Um, I think I think like a little bit like you just said, if they've got 42 other, you know, potential franchises and studio IPs and things in the background. This this felt like they were farming those franchises. Do you know what I mean? Like it had gone, they'd gone, what have we what do we own that no one's even heard of for the last like entire generation? Like, are there kids that grow up and they, they weren't even born when these games came out? Do you know what I mean? And then they're gonna release the sequel yep. to that game that you've never heard of. Um, that's what it felt like. It was cool. It was cool. I think if I was going to pick one, um, that well, there were, there were two that I was interested in. Uh, one was called Jagged Alliance, 
um, mm-hmm. Jagged Alliance 3. So it looks pretty cool. It's like a grid tactics game, bit of an XCOM, bit of a Gears tactics sort of thing, but with slightly more grid to the, than those uh, do have. Uh, it looked like Rainbow Six, but in a favela. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. Just lots of um, lots of very out there sort of desert tactics stuff and a bit fun, a bit tongue in cheek. Um, but yeah, if you like XCOM and stuff, that's going to be right up your street. Mm. And um, another one, which was the one that I was really getting at when I was saying that they were going back to the old franchises, a game called Outcast 2. Yeah, yeah, this is wild. Really cool. Yeah, so this is—I can't believe this is getting a sequel. It's insane. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what is this? First of all, for ages, and then even when the title came up, I was like, two. I never even heard of the first <laughs> one. <laughs> so, Outcast One came out twenty-two years ago. I mean, I was born, but Jesus, that's a long time. Mm. Um, and um, I've no idea what it was about. But the new one looks really cool, like a, a, a Avatar, you know, Pandora-based sort of planet, um, being raped and pillaged for all of its, um, you know, flora and fauna and, and minerals and everything. And um, instead of it being like you're on that planet and you're part of that planet, you seem to be a, like a invader slayer for hire who comes in and gets rid of the people who are coming into the planet and pillaging it, which I thought was an interesting um, sort of take. Uh, so, yeah, it looked. and then this trailer went from being like, this is the lovely Pandora with all of this flora and fauna and wonderful creations and then suddenly it was just cause on another planet here you go you'll get all of these crazy weapons and a flight suit and blah blah you know it's just like okay yeah i'm in that sounds cool there were yeah. other games as well but i was less interested in the other ones <laughs> well there was uh superpower three and i'm gonna do a toby on this one i have no idea what superpower one or two are <laughs> um if anyone can enlighten me on that because THQ were very excited about this. Uh, Sean, tell me about Superpower 3. I don't know anything about it. This is the one I was going to say, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went through and went, they've made three of these? Just <laughs> Yeah. Like, um, that's the only one here that I was like really confused about because the rest were like awesome announcements. I suppose, because... I suppose the only thing we know is that it's like a, you know, Sim City style, you know, management game. But that's about mm. all I gleaned from it. It was a cinematic trailer as well. It was impossible to work out what kind of game it was from that alone. I, could, I suppose I could be a press guy and actually look at the um, the press release well, that I got. This is what I did. It was. It says it's basically a management game. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's like Civilization or SimCity or something. There's there's another series called I think it was like Politics. The game is literally called Politics, which this was based on, which is basically you you become like the leader of a country and you've got to decide on policies and all that kind of stuff and shape your relationship with the rest of the world yeah and that's pretty much it i think cool. it, like there's a, a more recent one that's been released with that's got like donald trump like a a faux donald trump on the cover which is just like wild um mm. <laughs> not somebody to follow um but it, i mean the, the trailer looked fine i just didn't understand fucking why, why they <laughs> put this trailer this trailer together <laughs> like it's gonna look nothing like the game <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, the first thing they announced was Destroy All Humans Two is getting a uh, a remaster or a full remake of the original game, I should say, um, adding and improving features while building the game from scratch in a shiny Unreal Engine for Visual. It's coming only to PS Five, Xbox Series, and PC. Uh, did anyone play Destroy All Humans Two? Is it worthy of a remake? Do you think? Yes, yes. Miles, tell me why. 
Uh, I played both of the originals on PS2 and loved them as a kid. And then I played the remake day one when it came out uh, because I have such fond memories of it being completely stupid and hilarious and kind of like that really fun kind of janky terribleness. Um, so on the PS2 days, it was like quite cool for its time because there was very few games that allowed you to do like complete building destruction, um, which you could do from your saucer. Um, and then when they did the remake, they actually redid it pretty well it's not like one of the best looking titles um but nothing that THQ make is ever like top of the line graphically wise they just make fun mm. games um and this one looks like it's actually going to add a little bit more than the first remake did so in the first remake they added things like kind of time trials and challenges that weren't in the original um so they gave a bit of extra content and they just kind of fleshed out a couple of bits but generally it was pretty faithful and there's just nothing better than using the electro gun where you just kind of chain lightning between loads of different people and just watch them get evaporated. It's awesome. Um, but it's one of those games you just turn your brain off, you go in, you're an alien, you like smack talk everybody that you come past, you know, you anal probe people, you electrify them, you incinerate them, you get in your source, you blow them all up. And it's just a really good time. Like, and some of the dialogue is genuinely really funny. Like it's got some really good satire in it. It takes the, the piss out of like, I think it's the sixties, the second one is set in. Um, cool. so it's all like hippie culture and everything's anti-communism it's brilliant so yeah hmm. can't wait for it i'm getting that day one sweet um I, I played the the first remake i think i reviewed it actually if i remember rightly i did and um oh sean did yeah and um it was fun it was fun it was a good laugh so yeah this um this one being a, a full remake for the new consoles no doubt it's gonna look uh, it's gonna look quite shiny um, it ended on a new SpongeBob game, SpongeBob the Cosmic Shake, coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, it was just a CGI trailer. There's very little known about it yet. Um, if it's a follow-up to um, Battle for Bikini Bottom, it's going to be a lot of fun because that that game rocks. So, uh, yeah, look out for that if you're into SpongeBob, I guess. And, uh, yeah, those were the kind of the major highlights. We got a sequel to Elex. Or Alex? I don't know. Um, and MX versus ATV Legends. So yeah, that was your uh, that was your lot for that one. But yeah, what's interesting, of course, about THC Nordic, like I said, is that they've got so much in development, and there's going to be a ton of very interesting stuff coming from them very very soon, I would imagine, because well, they've got a lot of cool stuff. Miles, that Rome game looked really cool as well. They're doing that. Um, you get to uh, like, yeah. select your character in like the Roman uh, times. You get depending on like what character you pick determines your difficulty level. I think I saw on the trailer, and it's going to be like turn based, very similar to. Uh, King's Bounty, which I just played, and that looks cool. Um, I just want to shout out THQ in general. I think there's a real place in the market for them because, they, like I said, they don't make the the highest budget games, but they make so many really good, fun games. And, yeah, I think it's just really nice that they don't sell things top of the line, but just have a nice space in the industry just selling good quality stuff. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Sir. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Preach! Double, double A's, <laughs> isn't it, really? It's good stuff. Yeah, I think... Well, I think it was called um, Desperados 3 was pretty much one of my games of the year. That was amazing. That was them. Mm. Yeah, Desperados 3. I remember you enjoying that. And Greg enjoyed that as well. Very Absolutely. Brilliant, brilliant game. Uh, yeah. The only thing I wrote for Expeditions Rome was the trailer was too long. Yeah, it did go on a bit, didn't it? <laughs> it's a long-ass trailer. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I know the entire game. I don't even need to buy it now. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, that was uh, the THQ showcase. Uh, all good stuff. Very exciting. Um, right. Next up, uh, we do, of course, have a trailer for God of War Ragnarok, but Corey Barlog, the the uh, game director of the first game, 
It's uh, said that, yeah, there won't be a trilogy of God of War games and the Norse series will end with God of War Ragnarok, uh, which of course is coming out to PS5 and PS4 in 2022. So, I mean, they've kind of said if you... Uh, hang on, I'll, um, I'll read from what Corey Bollock said here. Um, I'm reading from Inverse.com. Um, if you think a third one in that same, we're talking a span of close to 15 years of a single story. And I think that's too stretched out. At the end of the day, we're going to spend nearly four and a half, almost five years on this thing. Five years, and at the end, you have one thing. And then one day it's out there, and either everybody loves it or everybody hates it. Or even worse, they're indifferent, and it's just crickets. And that's it. It's feast or famine. Now, it's a very interesting take, um, because of, obviously, God of War is a hugely successful series, and everyone's excited for the sequel. Um, but they seem to be knowing their limits on this one. Um, anyone got any thoughts on this take toby yeah maybe he listened to my um you know disparaging of his trailer <laughs> were you, were you complaining about them using the boat animations no not quite but i did say that the trailer didn't show a lot of new stuff well and that's no, that, that, that then setting, and i know but that then ended up being a meme didn't it really that uh, everyone was complaining of the same yeah, thing I, fe- I felt very um felt very heard but at the same time i felt like a dick <laughs> <laughs> I um, found so, my people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, I don't want to be the spokesperson of the dickheads on the internet. So it um, looks more of the same. It does <laughs> look more of the same. I think I just needed to see more of the mythical creatures and you know newer that's, enemies. That's how sequels. That's how that's how teaser trailers bait you. I know. I wanted more. I, that's I still think one of my favorite takes was the thing about reusing the same boat animations, which is yeah. Why like, wouldn't they? Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> and someone said. Someone said. I didn't go you, that far. When you get into your car, do you go through the boot sometimes or see the fucking passenger seat? <laughs> and I was like, exactly. No. The next um, GTA, like you can't yeah. get in a car. You've got a whole triangle <laughs> to jump to on the back. The boot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg, um, what are your thoughts on this? I uh I quite like the fact that they're they're keeping it as two because I, I mean but I keep wanting to call him Corey Balrog, like the boxer from Street Fighter, which sure, yeah. Yeah. Um I think that's a good thing to do. And it makes it succinct. It like like they're saying they're telling they're telling a big tale over two games. They're not dragging it out. And I hate when movies do this, especially when they they make a film with the intent of making uh, sequels, trilogies, that kind of thing. Um, I haven't seen the new Mortal Kombat yet, which is shocking. But I know that sets up a a, a sequel. Um, the other end of that is obviously you've got like uh, the matrix, which was never written as a sequel. So when it did really well, they threw loads of money at the Wachowski sisters and said, um, write sequels and say, we're back to the future. So that can go sort of both ways. But I like when a studio has it in mind that that's it. This is, this is what we're doing and this is what is going to happen. And I think that anyone that gets pissy with that just needs to just have the head wobbled. Like this is their studio. This is their directive. This is their director or, you know, I know they share the role, just saying, look, here's our plan. Why Why should they pander to people that go, no, make it a trilogy, make it a four-point sequel, you know, four-part this series. I like that they're planning this ahead. And like you yeah. said, do you really want this trilogy to drag on fucking four games over 12 years of production? I mean, Gears of War 3, that was, uh, what was it between five and, uh, sorry, doing math, uh, between one and three, was it 2006 to 2012? Yeah, it wasn't long. No, no, and that's that's good. That that averages out two years per game, and that's a good time for a trilogy. Movies do the same thing, I think, because it's 2018 um, for the first God of War, and then this one will be 20. It's next year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be four years. That that's not a bad time frame to have two games 
telling a massive story because if you've played mm. if you've played God of War recently, it's not a short game. It's quite fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. if they can make a game of that par and of that excellence that they have as they have uh, Christ as they have done with 2018's one probably bigger in scope because of what the PS5 is capable of then I'm all for that shorts mm. it's not short is it you know what I mean like a, a series can be two games and that can tell the story look at Terminator 2 like 1 and 2 that's a story in itself look at Alien 1 and 2 that's yeah a prime for example sure. Absolutely. And I, I'm only bringing up film parallels because I can't quite think of two amazing games that stopped at two right now. Yeah, uh, there aren't many. It's honored. One of the had spin-offs, didn't they? Um, Fear Effect. I didn't play those. No, I bet they didn't. Well, no, I maybe maybe yeah, the last amazing. of us two will yeah. stop <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I mean, no, they, I, they've made more. No, what, Fear Effects? Effects. There's Fear Effects. Retro Helix? No, the, yeah, the turn-based thing or top-down yeah. thing. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, to, to, to keep on topic, I think that's a good move. And fair play for just telling everyone now. Yeah. That it just doesn't give any expectations or like it doesn't set conspiracy theories going, oh, I bet they'll do a third one when they've said, no, we're not going to. That's mm. that's cards on the table. Here's our game plan. Deal with it. And I like it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Kat, I know you've been playing God of War recently. Mm-hmm. Um, with Sony Santa Monica kind of coming out and saying, right, God of War Ragnarok is done. Mm-hmm. after that or at least the Nor series do you after Ragnarok would you like them to do something completely different or would you like them to stay with God of War but do a completely different story with those characters no I think I think I really respect I, I quite agree with Greg I really respect the fact that they're gonna say we're done with these characters we're done with the story uh, you know they could you know that doesn't mean they're not gonna spin it off like you said in a completely different character base of a completely because it's North mythology isn't it so you know you could go anywhere with it there's a whole whole bloody history of it um but you know if if they're done with the story if they're done with Kratos and the annoying fucking kid <laughs> then um then they're done. And that's okay. I, I totally respect that. I think that it would be worse if they brought out a third one and everybody would be like, oh yeah, I mean, God of War's amazing, but they should have just left it at two. Or God of War's amazing, but yeah. we waited a million years for free and it was shit. Um, or God of War was great, but it didn't need an extra 12 hours that they could have just wrapped up in, in God of War 2 in Ragnarok. So, you know, if they're done, they're done. But actually God of War just shows um, what they can do. And if they can do that, they can kind of copy and paste that kind of game and not that they will, but, you know, or they probably will, you know, that kind of, the kind of, I guess, the, the health plan and algorithm they've got there, the kind of recipe for game that they do because they can do open world really well. They can do combat really well. They can do story amazingly, you know, great. I'm, I'm excited to see what they, what they bring that isn't God of War, but maybe follows yeah. the same recipe. I totally respect that they're saying, we're done after this. You know, a lot of, and, you know, Greg makes a great parallel with, with films because you look at the Saw series. I love the Saw series. Shit got shit after five. You know, <laughs> like, like people were just doing it for the traps in the end. And it just, it kind of then ruins the sparkle of the whole series. And it's, you know, it's like actors as well. Actors get kind of game fatigue or, or um, not game fatigue, acting fatigue, where they're, they're done with the character. You can only like suck out so much of a character. You can have so much character development. You can only have so much story development until you need to wrap up. And, you know, many shows see that demise as well, where, you know, you have 13 seasons of a show and people go, oh yeah, but only the first four are good. You know, and everybody's like, oh, I started watching this. It's a shame I get shit after season seven. Mm. 
So yeah, Dexter. totally respect it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I stopped watching that like season four, actually. I do need to get back into it just, you know, out of... Out of uh... Watch season five, then stop. Okay. I think I'm on <laughs> season five. I think I was on season five. So good okay. to know I stopped. So I stopped in the right place. Um, but yeah, so I totally respect it. I'm really excited to see what they do, obviously, with Ragnarok. I still haven't finished God of War. Um, I've got a long way to go. Um, I think I think I'm kind of maybe like three quarters of the way through the storyline, but I've got a lot of trophies to go. But yeah, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I mean, I'd like, you know, it's great that they've got that communication. I'd like to see that from other games as well. Like if Horizon was done, then, you know, it'd be good if they said they were done. Mm. And like you said, it stops the, it stops the old, oh, I bet they're going to do a free. Actually, we can be really satisfied once we finish the game. When we kind yeah. of actually have Ragnarok, we can sit down and be like, that was great. That was fucking awesome. The end. Yeah. The end. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm. so does anyone think it's actually the last God of War? So do you think that they'll do spin-offs then, Toby? Do you so, think so they already did all you? of the yeah, they did all of the Greek mythology already. Mm-hmm. And then they got bored of doing it and they yep. had a break. And then <laughs> yeah. they decided to reboot the series. Now we've got yeah. the Norse ones. But mm-hmm. actually, let's carry on the story. And then, you know, why not do uh, Kratos goes to Egypt next, you know, and, and deals with Anubis. <laughs> Kratos you know, goes and, to McDonald's. And, 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 and well, mine was a real mythology <laughs> there. fucking Enid Blyton book. <laughs> <laughs> Kratos and the Kratos. famous five go to the yeah. park. Kratos murders I don't know where you guys five. are going with that all of a sudden. That's a perfectly valid mythology. I know, it was, just the way mythology. You, it was just the way you said it. Like, Kratos goes to Egypt. What does he find? Murder! You just said it like that was going to be the like that was going to be the subtitle. God of War. Kratos goes to Egypt. Kratos packs a lunch. Well, I'm sorry. Um, I think it should. It's very likely that a you know a, a, a franchise that sells in the absolute millions like that and makes them pretty much billions of pounds. You know why? Why wouldn't it be something that they carry on? You know, maybe maybe not Corey Balrog, maybe someone else. Maybe it you know so it, it gets handed Another over. <laughs> you said Balrog. I, I, I'm thinking Balrog, like um, like. Thou sh- you, know, you shall not pass. Lord of the Rings. That's the Balrog I'm thinking well, of. When yeah. se- seven go to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Sean, well. what's going to happen with Kratos now? Where do you think, do you think Santa Monica are going to pass it on, or is that it? Oh, no, they're going to do it like a modern-day sequel. Like, Kratos goes to... Uh, <laughs> Kratos goes to Anglo Kratos gets a bus. <laughs> Kratos goes to pret a Yeah, Yeah. I, I don't know. I like Kratos gets Bitcoin. <laughs> Kratos gets a meal deal from Tesco. <laughs> Kratos takes on Wall Street. So! <laughs> to the moon! <laughs> oh, boy, that came from the moon. <laughs> Kratos goes destiny. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, she's lucky <laughs> with me. Um, I'd like them to do something else entirely. Um, cool. I just want them to, like, if they say this is it, this is it, it's going to be like the end of Breaking Bad when everyone goes, no, you've got to make more. And then they could just go, no, fuck you, we're going to make a sci-fi film or whatever. And um, they could do that. You know, mm. they, they are a, a talented studio that can turn their talents to whatever they want to do. And if they want to leave Kratos alone, they can leave Kratos alone. And that'd be great. But if we'll you want to take Kratos to another, like, mythology, um, I don't think it'd work. Because we've already done two, and uh, you know we've already done Greek, we've already done Norse. If you want to take it to Egypt? It doesn't make sense because you'd have to go back in time, which yeah. is stupid. Um, but I understand Toby's point. I would absolutely, if I was certainly be like, what other mythology can we have Kratos kill? You know, it just makes money. So yeah. 
Um, but if if I'm Santa Monica, I'm like, I want to do a dating simulator of some kind. That would be a reach <laughs> for them after Ragnarok, for sure. <laughs> but like they are a talented studio and they're just, you know, at the end of the day, they've had enough stuff in the past cancelled, which I think they probably want to revisit. Yeah. Um, they had that sci-fi game, which sounded fucking brilliant, that got cancelled so that God of War could exist. Mm. So maybe that comes back. Just give well, it to Sony Bend. What? Stop like everything else. Maybe they should make. Uh, maybe they should make the Last of Us Part Three. Wow! Imagine <laughs> with Kratos in it. And Naughty Dog make God of War goes to Egypt. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, swap over and get uh, Insomniac to make <laughs> Kratos in a kart racer. We're fucking away. Let's do it. Kratos kart racing. Oh, let's Kratos, do that. Kratos that sounds awesome. Riffs, riffs in time. I was always waiting for Uncharted kart racer. Yeah. You know, uncarted. after, after, after oh, yeah, uncarted, uncarted, exactly. That's it. <laughs> Very nice. Good night, everyone. After, after, the end of um, the podcast. Crash Bandicoot one two three carts. You know, Jack yeah. and Dexter one two three cart. Uncharted one two three. Oh, but yeah. don't worry. We're getting a, we're getting a remaster, a remaster, a remaster of the spinoff that no one really played. Yeah, I don't want those featuring the two characters you really didn't give a shit about because they were interchangeable between the games. <laughs> uh, Miles, do you want to wrap this up? I mean, I can't really add much more than it's already been said, to be honest. Uh, I do think Corey... Do uh, it anyway. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think Corey... Go on, rehash everything all over again. <laughs> Tell me. I'm not saying it's what Miles does. I'm just saying it's what we would do at this point. Anyone. <laughs> we'll all do it. <laughs> As to what Toby said, yeah, why don't you just try and rehash what... <laughs> I mean, it is a lot to rehash. There's a lot of kart racing and... Can you summarise the whole thing? Stuff. Yeah, please. Um, to be fair, I do think Corey Barlog, if anyone, has earned the right to kind of decide how he wants the story to play out or to finish it, because we, I was one of those who wasn't really sure how they were going to do this, but he pulled it off pretty spectacularly with the 2018 one. And I think Ragnarok is also going to be one of the Game of the Year contenders when it comes out. And I think if he wants to do his story to and done and doesn't want to drag out any longer, I think that's only a good thing, like Greg and others have said. Yeah. Um, I don't think you should drag on a story just for the sake of it, selling more copies and just because you can, because otherwise you end up with two lesser quality titles when you could just have one very, very good title. And I would rather have the quality rather than the quantity. Um, having said that, like other people have said, I just I can't see Sony being willing to let this franchise just go dormant and just kind of leave it to fester when it can make so many millions. And I think Sony have plenty of talented studios who could take it on and either do a spin-off title or could take it in a new direction or to a new mythology or even still stay in the Norse mythology, but maybe focus on a different kind of part of the, the mythology or the characters or whatever, because there's a lot to explore that they could still go into. Um, but yeah, I think I'm always trusting of if someone has a vision, they should see it through to how they want to do it. And whether that's what people want or not, at least they're doing what they wanted to create. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. so I think it's completely the right move. I would love more God of War. I love Kratos as a character. I didn't think they could reinvent the, the series as well as they did when they rebooted it. Um, so I feel like just got to kind of trust the studio and Sony to do what they can with that franchise and make it good. So yeah, don't really have much more to add other than that, really. Wonderful. Brilliant ending. Thanks, man. Thank you. That was just that was just epic. Uh, right, let's get into our final bit of news, which is Quantic Dream and Star Wars. It's a match made in Detroit Become Human Heaven. Um, now released from its three-game deal with Sony. I'm going from Yuri Gamer, Vicky Blake, 
Quantic Dream, developer of PlayStation exclusives Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human, have reportedly signed a deal with Disney and is rumored to be working on a new Star Wars game. It's a timely rumor, not least because it coincides with Lucasfilm moving away from its exclusivity deal with EA, including making plans to make a new open-world game with Ubisoft. They finished their contract and will be signing with Disney, French YouTuber Gotos said in a video this week. Um, obviously, this has not been confirmed yet. Quantic Dream haven't said anything. Uh, so, what would you want to see from a Quantic Dream Star Wars game? Uh, Greg Tong. I'd want to see it left alone. <laughs> I don't want we... Quantic Dream fucking anything up to do with Star Wars. I don't know Star Wars has been hauled out more than um, people I know in real life. But What's your, uh, what's your history with uh, Beyond Two Souls and Detroit Become Human and stuff? Are you into them? No. Um, I really liked Fahrenheit when it first came out, but that went fucking snooper, snooker loopy. Yeah, they have uh, a habit of doing that. When you have a fist fight with an old lady that turns out to be the internet, you know it's all gone a bit weird. Um, <laughs> I played Heavy Rain through for one. Uh, I played Heavy Rain through once when it first came out, and I went, yeah, this is cool, but when it doesn't change who the actual bad guy is, it's like, cool, and I'm just, I can't be asked with the various branching narratives just so it all, can, I know there's different endings, so I'm obviously being hyperbolic, but like you couldn't be asked to go through the same motions again, which sounds hypocritical when I buy remasters, but I couldn't be asked to heavy rain. Um, I couldn't give a shit about Beyond Two Souls. The whole Ellen Page ghost brother thing just did not care for. Um, and yeah, same thing. Um, and then I started playing Detroit with my friend Meg as my co-pilot. And then we stopped and I couldn't be asked to go back to it solo. So I wasn't very gripped. I think the fact that we were playing together made it more entertaining. But I just, nah, they're just not for me. I, I, I see what they've done with technology towards things, the progression. Like Detroit looks good. Don't get me wrong. But nah. And I think, I don't know what they'll do with Star Wars. If, if they're going to try and make the narrative experience, they've got to keep it to the Star Wars mythos or that level of, well, grounded as much as Star Wars can be. And I don't think Quantic Dream have got it in them to not add some wibbly-wobbly shenanigans in it. Yeah. And I just think they'll just take creative license with it and just fuck it right up. Although I know Disney will be, you know, pulling the purse strings to not let them do so much. But mm. yeah, sure. I, I, I don't care for an interactive Quantic Dream clumsy walking simulator with a lightsaber in it. Fair. Uh, Kat, you were also quite negative about that, you think? Yeah, no. Well, negative, I, but... I know. agree. And actually, I quite like Quantic Dream. The only one I haven't played is Fahrenheit. I played uh, Heavy Rain quite recently because uh, I hadn't played it. I played the Auntie Souls when it came out. That was interesting. I'm not going to say <laughs> that was neither positive nor negative. It was just kind of very meh. Um, but I love Detroit. I think Detroit's acting was incredible. I think the game looked really good. I think they did loads of stuff with it. And I had to persevere because my game kept hard crashing. It hard crashed about seven times, kept losing my progress. And I was determined to play it. Uh, so I did. So actually, I think I should probably work for Quantum Dream the amount of times I fucking played that game. Um, but I don't care for Star Wars. Um, not, the, not the franchise. I care for Star Wars, but I don't care for them to touch Star Wars because they're either going to do one or two things. Like they're going to try and do the films in some sort of way and make you encompass the characters of the films, or they're going to do some random nobody in um, in the Star Wars and and make you do that do it that way. And then you're going to have like Easter eggs of the films. And I just I don't care. I no, it's just not for me. And I think that they would ruin it more than they'd do it justice. I oh, think they would have. 
I think they just would have been a lot better doing maybe like a Star Wars like X, you know, just do another Detroit, do Detroit London. <laughs> or become human London, you know? Why have you got to fuck around with Star Wars? Just don't do it. We've got Star Wars Lego, that's all we need. We've got, you know, we've got the Skywalker Saga coming from TT Games. That's all exactly. we need. That's all we need. That's all we need. Don't fuck around, Quantum Dream. <laughs> just uh, where, where's become human London? Where is it? Because that's what we need. But no, I yeah, I don't know. I just it doesn't. I read it last night and it just didn't sit right with me. Um, mm. And maybe I'll be wrong. I will probably play it just because I'd be intrigued to see what they do. But I'm not sold right the second. But oh, you, never know. you never know. You never know. Sean, Quantum Dream, Star Wars. What do you think? I'm gonna reserve judgment. I'm not going to say whether I'm excited about this or not because I'm neither. I have got a weird patchy past with Quantic Dreams. I liked Heavy Rain, disliked the second one, whatever the fuck it was called. Liked Fahrenheit, liked Heavy Rain, disliked whatever the fuck the other one was called. Beyond Souls. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and then I noped the fuck out of uh, Detroit Become Human because I watched a white guy say uh, Martin Luther King quotes. Who was like some kind of weird proxy for racism and it just felt totally, totally, totally wrong. What do you mean so, the androids getting on the back of the bus was a proxy for racism? What do you mean? What do you mean the Quantic Green shoehorns political and real life things badly into games? It's just, it's just so, it felt so ham-fisted to me that I was like, I, I finished the game once and was like, is, 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 does this get better? And then I tried to replay it and realized that I'd fucked up the save somehow and I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm not going to play this again. So I just noped the fuck out of it because I, I understand why people like it because it it's there is a lot of you know mirroring of modern day, but also I found it so unfisted. And what the fuck is up with David Cage and, and watching people shower? I don't want to like. There's going to be a shower scene in the Star Wars game for fucking sure. I can guarantee. It. That's so <laughs> true. Yeah, you're so right. I just I don't, I don't nice. need to turn on taps in in Star Wars. I don't need any of this. I don't need to walk around houses picking up clothes and shit like that. <laughs> I, <laughs> but again, I'm going to reserve judgments. Whatever the hell happens, you know, if this is true, because I'm still not. I, I st- it's like Disney is so squeaky clean, and David Cage is such a toxic shithead. It is an interesting just, combination, isn't it? It's like I don't believe that Disney did any due diligence, and it's like, okay, this company is going through multiple lawsuits about being full of shit. And the, the 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 lead guy is constantly saying very questionable shit, but we're still going to make a game with them. It just it just feels so weird. Mm. Like I just right now I'm like, do I even believe this? Just like it just feels like a really weird thing for Disney to do. Um, if it is true, like I say, I'll wait. I'll wait and see because it could be total garbage. It could be great. Who knows? Yep. Who knows? Indeed. Uh, so, what's your history with Quantic Dreams? Quantic Dream singular. They're Quantic Dreams. That's what their games are, aren't they? There's something. Okay, no. Um, I'm very similar to Sean there. I think the I quite liked Heavy Rain. I played it through a couple of times, then got bored. Didn't want to go as far as getting, you know, like finishing the whole thing, getting a platinum. Um, Beyond Two Souls just kind of played it and forgot it again within a few days. Um, it wasn't. It didn't have any impression on me at all. And then I got about an hour or two into Detroit and I was tidying someone's, some bum's house while he, in, while he ignored his kid. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, what am I fucking doing? Like, what is this? I just I've never heard I, Detroit spoken about like that before, but it's so true. 
I was just it's spend, spending your time as an Android cleaning this guy's house. And I was like, can I, uh, can I, has anyone, has anyone here played Detroit all the way through or is anyone interested? Yeah, yeah I've yeah. finished it a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to, anyone mind if I spoil a bit for Toby? Nope. And the audience? No, no, no. I'm going to do it. Crack on. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that bit where you're like cleaning Todd's house and he's threatening his child and all that kind of shit. Mm. And you run away with the child because she's the, Mm. Uh, vulnerable child of a whatever blah 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 um yeah she's an android well yeah. the kid kid oh yeah 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 that's literally so all this all this thing. emotional investment yeah. you're supposed to have in saving this human child and mm. developing the bond between android and child and could a human really love and do androids dream of electric sheep and yeah it's just on the fucking android oh, yeah. that sucks <laughs> Also, funny story. If you don't intervene when the story blatantly yeah, tells you, you to, Kara's story just ends. Yeah. That's it. She's not in the rest of the game. That's what we call the good ending. <laughs> okay, that's the ending I got. So I didn't know. Where <laughs> oh wow, you like obeyed by the rules. Just you just bailed the, like, on the child. Did you? Child. Didn't yeah, even like, save the child. I got told it. not to move. John's got five kids. Ah, don't worry about the kid. I think I did the same. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> It's no way I'm taking care of another kid on top of the five or <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I don't play I've got enough on my plate, goddamn. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, <laughs> when a game gives me a choice not to look after the kid, I'm like, yes! <laughs> bail out, bail out. Well, I bailed out during the cleaning session. I was just like, okay, uh, yeah, fine. yeah. So, um, no, the, uh, the idea of a Star Wars version of all of that, just, I've got no interest in it. Um, I won't bore you with, you know, another summary, but I just, yeah, no. You mean you don't Not want to clean your lightsaber? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Damn it, another euphemism, Cass. Yeah, another one. Jesus Christ. Alert. Alert. <laughs> you don't want to clean your lightsaber? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh. In public. <laughs> don't talk to me oh. like that. <laughs> On the air, too. Oh, oh, Jesus. Uh, no, uh. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I really okay. Don't. Okay, good to know. Uh, Miles, you did such a good wrapping it up last time. Wrap it up this time. Well, I'm actually a bit of a dissenting voice because I actually quite like most of Quantic Dreams games. I platinumed Heavy Rain and Detroit. Uh, Beyond Two Souls was shit. Um, I think that's fairly well established. That just wasn't that good. The Fahrenheit was great for the first half. And then it just, like Greg said, descended into complete and utter madness and made no sense whatsoever. Um, but I quite like the way their games, the choices, like in Detroit, for example, the game did significantly alter depending on how you play and the choices that you made. And there were lots of different ways to experience that that story, although it still felt slightly repetitive doing the multiple playthroughs. I think I did about four in total and Heavy Rain, I must have done dozen easy to get the platinum. Um, so I think they do that element of choice progression much better than other games like, for example, like Telltale stuff used to be, where you would always end up at the same point. It would just be very, very marginal differences, um, whereas those do have chunks that are significantly different. But the idea of them doing a Star Wars game, I think, is a weird fit. I don't think their style of game suits the kind of atmosphere, nor the kind of like people said, the kind of mythos of the universe of Star Wars, because it's meant to be very kind of exciting and it's meant to be very kind of, you know, very clear good versus evil, that kind of thing. Um, but I, I kind of did a little bit of reading around it. Apparently they're taking on staff from other studios around the area who specialise in different styles of games. So more action orientated. I think there's some that were multiplayer focused and more open world focused. Obviously, Ubisoft are doing their own open world game, and I don't think Quantic Dream will ever make an open world game as good as Ubisoft will be able to in that universe. But 
I'm kind of interested to see if they're going to branch out of their wheelhouse and do something a bit different if they can pull it off because their writing will hopefully be better than, for example, the new movies, which I don't like. Um, so I'm hopeful that they can make a decent story and maybe if they tone back some of their more on the nose and blunt stuff that they're kind of renowned for, then I think there could be something interesting there. I think if they're given a license to work with it properly and they don't bullshit around with it, I think they can do something. So I'm kind of, I'm cautious about it. I don't think it's a good fit. I think there are much better studios who could do a job or a project in this world much better. And I'm a massive Star Wars fan, so I don't want them to fuck it up. But yeah, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm cautiously optimistic because I'm not optimistic. I'm just cautious, but I'm not against the idea if they're willing to tone back some of their more stupid stuff. Um, Because I have quite liked their settings and Detroit's universe I loved. Um, it's just some of the the actual narrative elements were, like Greg said, quite poor. Um, so I'm hopeful that if they just get given the universe and don't do the narrative on the no stuff, it'll be better. So yeah, slightly tiny bit hopeful, but otherwise cautious. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? David Cage and Mickey Mouse getting together. Who would have thought it? What a strange prospect. Indeed. Uh, well, yeah, it's again, it's not been confirmed, so who knows, but we shall see what happens with that story. Uh, right now, let's get into our favorite things. And this time it's kind of a, we've sort of twisted it a little bit. We've done a favorite game that you don't like that everyone loves. So it's not really a favorite game, but it's like a favorite a favorite thing that you don't like. Uh, so we're going to see how that goes. Uh, who hasn't gone first yet? Sean, what's your favorite game that you don't like that everyone loves? It's Mario. What? I was so close I'm sorry, to what? Mario. <laughs> what in the world? I, I agree with that. You just dropped what? a bomb right at the start. Jesus Christ, boy. Okay, just I, all, I, all I, Mario? I know. Okay. I've been saying this for a long time, that Nintendo relies so fucking heavily on Mario that they have got creatively stagnant. Not in terms of gameplay, but in terms of character. And, like, I like all of the game design that was in pretty much all of the recent Mario games. But I fucking hate Mario, man. It's just, just I feel Mario as a character. Just, just Mario as a character just feels absolutely redundant in 2021. Like, I, I, I understand why Nintendo continue to like go to the the same well over and over again, but I just wish they would branch out. And when they do, they come up with awesome stuff like Splatoon and like arms and you know characters that are genuinely quite nice and modern. But instead, we get nipples on Mario and everyone goes nuts. And I don't like Mario as a character. I find him completely fucking boring. So, yeah, I know. Wow. It's okay. Wow. No, no, it's all right. This is, this is the topic. This is what feel, I feel like some enemies are going to be made during this project. No, but the thing is, topic I, right here. I, I could totally understand why everyone loves him. I just, like, when I, when I play as a game, I'm like, okay, my motivation is that the princess is in a different castle. And I feel like they, I am a fucking plumber. What? What? Why? At least if at least if they needed a sink fixing. Yeah. Why is the plumber rescuing? Where's the fucking hero? The ironclad, you know, swords and shit. This guy would not be jumping on on, on fucking Goombas' heads. He'd be slicing the shit. Like, why? 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 Get a proper fucking <laughs> hero in. You know what I mean? Mario can triple jump and turn into hats. What a legend. Yeah. I, I second that just a little bit. It's just got it's got very boring. Um, <laughs> Holy having... shit! <laughs> We're going down. This is the last podcast episode. Yeah, I think I feel I feel like Mario's got very boring. Actually, We're going it down used the to be a lot of fun. Hole. 
down on like when it was 2D. But I think the 3D ones just got very boring for me very quickly. Have you played yeah. Odyssey? Uh, yeah. I love Odyssey. I think it's fantastic. Okay. I played it for about two or three hours. Got bored. Wow. <laughs> well, I Pretty bored. Say that. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Round enjoyed... and round and round and round. Boring little levels that did really nothing for me. I, I enjoyed the level design. I just don't like Mario. As in, like, give him a story. Give him words to say. Mm. It's a me, Mario. Ah. It's, it's a me, Mario. One dimensional Mario. Sister de Gracies. Wow. So, so yeah, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Love the little what wow am I? in the background. <laughs> what? what a start. Bloody hell. What a start. Uh, Toby, do you want to carry this on? An enemy or two as well. Um, so, mine is Prey. Toby. <laughs> Toby. In the week where we're all praising Arcane to the heavens. Yep. Toby, I'm not having this. <laughs> all right, Miles, you'll get your time. You'll get your turn. Um, so, Prey, I hot off the heels of playing Dishonored and Dishonored 2 a bit late. Then Prey came out in what, 2017, I think? Yeah. yeah. So, I played it really soon after playing Dishonored 2. Um, and I was just like, what, what happened here? Like, what went so wrong with this one? So this is, it's, it feels to me like it was what happens when Arcane go too far in one direction. So they, they, they're known for being, you know, really good at that sort of sandbox thing where you're, you can go multiple directions, do multiple things. You don't have to follow the same routes, etc. I think where Prey went wrong is that there just does, there was no direction, right? For a large period of it, you just started, you just sort of meandered about in Art Deco hallways um, in a space station, and just like, well, where do I need to go next? And the the cool storyline about the sort of Groundhog Day stuff really stopped after about two hours, and I was just like, I've been left alone in a warehouse without knowing what on earth I'm doing or why I'm doing any of it. Then every random bit of um, you know, like detritus around the place. Every item can turn into an enemy, which was really tense for a little while. And then you realize that the combat was just the most jankiest combat. It made Skyrim look like good combat. And it was just horrible, horrible, horrible. It just, it, it, it put, soured it completely for me at that point. I, um, I don't like, I don't like not having a plot that, I want a plot to be, I don't want it to be, you know, handholding. But I don't want it to be so thin that I don't know where to go, right? And I just feel like Arcane went—it went to the full Arcane in that game, and that turned it off for me. Whereas it sounds like you know Dishonored has all this good stealth, lots of storyline, lots of mission meaning behind everything you're doing. And same thing like it seems to be in the, in Deathloop as well. Those ones sound much more promising to me. Uh, after playing Prey, I was just very dubious about Arcane for a long time. Um, just like if they get too much freedom, I feel like that's where they go, and I don't, I don't like that. I want it more, more plot, less. This, this is something that goes goes a lot around in um, video game reviews a lot. It's just that environmental storytelling is the best kind of storytelling, and I disagree that that is the best kind of storytelling. I don't like just random tableaus of dead bodies, and I have to work out what the fuck happened. It's boring. I've, I've said this on a podcast maybe about a year ago that I just hate tableaus when you get you find a tableau of some stuff in Division and you have to work out what what it was. It's just boring. So there's a lot of that in Prey. And um, I gave up. I gave up after about five or six hours. It was not for me. Um, and it's just one of those ones that gets praised all the time. 
I'm just like, why? Because it's called Prey. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. So bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for finishing off my piece with that, Russ. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Sorry. No, you, no, you make you make some sound judgments. It's a yeah, it's a very personal thing, and you. I know that storytelling is hugely important to you in games like that, and so. If you're not feeling it, then that's that's completely fair, I guess. That's it. I, I I can totally appreciate it's well made, lots and lots of interesting stuff. It looks cool in many places, but it just does not do what I want it to do as a game at all. Okay. And Elliot agrees, it would seem. Elliot is uh, agreeing with me there, yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg, what's your game? Uh, can you phrase the question again? Because I, I might have picked the wrong tangent. Just phrase it again so my brain makes sense of it. So it's games that or thing that I like but hate, but everyone else loves. It's it's a game that no, you other way around. It's a game that you don't love, but everyone loves. <laughs> yeah, something that's like critically acclaimed, but you didn't get along with. Oh, Skyrim easily because wank. Yeah, Skyrim was my next on the list. <laughs> Skyrim was also mine. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought we talked about Skyrim enough the other week. I was like, I can't bring. That yeah, up. no, short and sweet. I just fucking hate Skyrim. I don't, I don't hate it. I I appreciate what it's done. But it it's up there with Resident Evil Four and GTA as the most milked fucking thing going and it's just not a very good game i've tried several times to play it and it's just it's it it's but like in in a in an age where we criticize big games for being absolute messes why does skyrim get a pass why did skyrim get a pass for so long it didn't get buried into the fucking ground for being an absolute state you can tell i'm getting tired i'm swearing a lot um <laughs> i just don't like it and i've tried playing it several times and i've just gone i, I get an hour in and i just can't be asked i know i mean i'm being I'm exaggerating. I've done more than an hour, but I just I'm like no, no, just just don't see the appeal, and it's just and everyone just sings its praises, and it, it's getting like its fucking tenth year anniversary super ultra mega hyper extended HD edition anniversary version, and I'm like, yeah. why people are still modding the shit out of it now? Why does it need another re-release? Just, oh, just... I I can I I haven't been able to finish the house that I've built. Almost out of copies of Skyrim. I just need one more copy, right? <laughs> to finish off the chimney. Fort Skyrim. Yeah. Fort Skyrim, man. Uh, I just I, I just, just need don't... one more copy. Come on, Todd. I... Give me more. <laughs> I just don't see the appeal. And again, that's personal preference, but I, I see the occasional memes on it and stuff. And what's he called? Uh Gamer Poop when he makes his little like um uh make take videos. And they're brilliant. But mm. Skyrim as a game, it's just not it just looks awful it just it just it just looks ugly and i mean this is for me who played so many hours of fallout new vegas but it just it's just not an appealing game it just looks copy paste nordic culture bullshit and i just everyone just goes mad for it i don't know the ending is not really that great it's just like oh you kill the dragons all right cool now you can go shout old ladies off the cliffs well now what what if i told you get get i'm gonna get morpheus on you now what if i told you what if i told you that the new one Adds fishing. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a special feature that they're touting, but anyone. Wow. So, you know. What you mean that thing they've done in every other game forever, like yeah. as far back as Ocarina of Time? And yeah, yeah but now it's in Skyrim. I don't fucking care. No, nah, me neither. Yeah. There we go. Skyrim. Skyfin. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miles, what's yours, man? 
Well, mine was going to be Skyrim, but that's now been done quite well. But I did have a couple of backups. Uh, hold on, let me just find my list that I made. I've listed them. Uh, my main one I'm going to go with is The Outer Wilds, uh, which was that double oh. A indie game, which I think it was like the exploration loop one. And oh, I'm thinking of a different game. Sorry, you're I thinking about Worlds. I take, I take back my. Yeah, no, not <laughs> Outer Worlds. Worlds was shit. I was thinking you. Yeah, I was thinking Outer Worlds. No, yeah, this was like the indie one, and it won like a bunch of Game of the Year awards. It got like nines and tens out of tens, and I saw it on a deal and a sale, and I was like, oh, I'll pick that up because I quite like things with a nice soundtrack with a bit of exploration and whatever. And I fucking hated it. It was absolutely awful. Uh, the walker speed was incredibly slow. Like the exposition were just dumps of dialogue, like constantly. Um, and then when I finally got to like another planet, like however the hell the thing worked, it just. I just didn't get it. And so I couldn't solve whatever puzzle it was. And I died for no reason. And I restarted my loop. And then I had to go do this thing. And I was like, I hate this. I couldn't understand <laughs> playing this. I'd rather just go to sleep. So I just turned it off, deleted it, and then never played it again. Um, yeah, it was just not good. But it was completely a personal thing because I can... I could tell that from the game's design, people would love it. And I could understand why it got the critical claim it did. I just couldn't stand to play another minute of it. So I didn't. And it will forever sit on my trophy list with one trophy. And I'll never go oh. back to bother doing it. I mean, you've played a lot of games you don't like just for trophies. I mean, I've, really I've ruined games I love to get trophies. Like, mm. played dozens and dozens of hours doing monotonous shit to get a platinum and ruined games that I like. But I will not go back to that one. I just will wow. not do it. Wow. There you go. That's how bad it is, ladies and gentlemen. Shocking. Not even trophies. Wow. Cat, uh, what's yours, man? Um, so I guess if you guys wouldn't have agreed with me a couple of weeks ago, I would have said Borderlands because I think it's wank, shite. I really, really wanted to like it before I um before I even knew about it. I always used to see on my PSN like people would be playing Borderlands and parties, and I'd be like, oh, it looks banging. And I found a friend, and I was like, yeah, I really want. You know, there was someone in uni, and they were like, yeah, I'll play Borderlands with you, and I was like, fuck yeah. Because, you know, I got told, you know, you can play it solo, but it's it's better with a friend. Anything's better with a friend. And I played it, and I was like, oh, my God, why do I hate this so bad? And I just, I, I want to fall asleep. I want to fall asleep. Just, what the fuck? Like, go back to the same place that you've been to a thousand times. I hated it. Um, but, so I won't mention too much of that. Um, honourable mention is the Unch uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. That's wank too. I literally couldn't keep up with that. Um, I probably spent about three hours in it and I was like, I'm done. And I don't know if it was because it wasn't Nathan Drake. I don't know if it's because I had a shitty side mission straight away that I was like knocking over Khans or Canes, whatever you, however you pronounce it. I couldn't be asked. Um, hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, I won't, I might go back to it. I might eat my words, but uh, because people are saying, go back to it, just go up to, someone told me to go up to chapter seven or chapter eight. And I was like, I have to go up to chapter eight to like the game. Then yeah, that's not a good not, sign. yeah exactly. Um, and then I have an indie, an indie game, which I really wanted to like, which I've never heard a bad review for. And I spoke to you about it actually, Ross, and you said that you played it at um, one of the cons a couple of years ago. And that is Nights and Bikes. Fuck me, that shit. <laughs> so sorry. You watch your tone. <laughs> Oh, right. game was garbage. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. I really wanted to like it. I really, really wanted to like it. And I, I know. And I don't know if it's because I was recovering from my operation and I was in loads of pain and it was just making my pain worse. I don't know. There are wasn't... no excuses to not like Nights and Bikes. You're absolutely yes. right. <laughs> and I Maybe I should have opened with Nights and Bikes then. But... Talk about pain. Sean I, and I played that. I didn't like first. it. 
I didn't like it either. <gasps> yes. Sean and I played that for the first time on very uncomfortable bikes. Toxic. <laughs> God, it was horrid. Out. It was so uncomfortable. They made us on bikes. <laughs> yeah, they did. And did you, what did you like when you pedaled? Did you move or did you just play on bikes? No, no, we would have sat on bikes with controllers, but uh, yeah, okay. we had to sit on fucking bikes to play that game for the first time. And we still liked it. Oh, fuck no, shite, mate. I'm so Stop sorry. <laughs> I really needed, like, I was, you know, and the thing is, I was on a lot of heavy medication. I still hated it. So and it's trippy as fuck anyway. Like, I, I genuinely think if you'd finished that game, you would have fucking adored it. Because well, it's this... going to take a lot of hours to finish. I don't know if I can do it to myself. <laughs> it's not that long. It's all like 12 hours long. That's 12 hours when I get back. I could be eating for those 12 hours. I could be doing anything. <laughs> that's, fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. All right, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm really sorry, Sean. I'm sorry. I'm that's so okay. Sorry. I mean, I get it. Like, uh, you know, you, I, I now know what kind of person you are. You'll put three hours into a game. If it's not got hooks into you, that's it. It's done. It's game over. Uh, I think I'm farther than three hours, though. I think oh. I'm, I think we're on, I don't know. I'll find out for you. But Slightly longer than Paul's 15 minutes, I guess. Jesus. Title <laughs> screen. Title screen. Oh, I don't like it, uh, man. Don't like the oh. title screen. Fucking shit. I remember him giving like Didn't, four he, didn't he give up on um, Valhalla after half an hour? Like, you haven't even started a, fi- a, a, a mission <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah. It happens. It Paul happens. gives up on games if he doesn't like the font in the main menu. That's it. Yeah. That's done. hilarious. I did like feeding the goose. That was fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Game yeah. Of the Another year. euphemism. No, no. <laughs> no, you literally feed the goose. You have to fucking bike ride through mud and feed the goose. Is um, this on nights and bikes? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Awful fun game. Anyway, oh. that's me done. Sorry for the controversy. This we is a controversial do, um, topic, you know. We, <laughs> we should do studios we don't really get along with. And I think <laughs> nights and bikes is double fine, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the thing I is, I'm get, female. I don't get along so with double fine very often. <laughs> the no. thing is, I'm female, so I would obviously have to pick Activision because they just want to rape me and pay, there you pay go. me for it. So I mean, like, <laughs> what, what can Okay, let's move on. I mean, mine, mine isn't um, a surprise to anyone. It's uh, God of War. What? Um, particularly. Oh, uh, yeah, you probably, have, uh, you probably haven't been on the pod long enough. You what? But yeah. Why? Um, I don't like Kratos at all. I don't get him. Don't understand when you, it. When you don't get him, shut up, boy. Don't get, don't get it. He's just a. He's just. He's, he's just gruff and angry. That's not interesting. It's just. Um, yeah. Joel's gruff and angry. <laughs> Joel has a heart in him. So does Kratos. He's got his fucking annoying ass now, kid with him the whole time. Uh, I, yeah. I, I have a theory on this. I have a theory, theory that most people have a history with Kratos, where he was just gratuitous and violent, and then you get to God of War, and it's like. Ah, he's mellowed out and chilled out. Yeah, he's he's more mature. Yeah, I think Ross came to God of War with a more mature, boring Kratos, <laughs> and he didn't get to see him like you know, the evolution. Yeah. yeah, it's true. God of War 2018 was my first God of War. So yeah, was... that's my ah. my first God of War too. Um, but I don't think it excuses the. It's the like my tenth God of War, I think, at this point. The lack of um, <laughs> the lack of character that Kratos embodies. Oh my god, um, <laughs> lack of character. <laughs> in comparison to characters like. Like Joel, for example, um, I'm not interested in. I don't care for Atreus at all. Um, oh, no one cares for Atreus. And <laughs> I just to, needs to get in the bin. I keep like, trying. Like when when the 60 frames patch came on PS5, I was like, I'll, I'll jump in again, try it out. Yeah, the combat's fun. It's it's you know it's it's fun in all the right ways, but I just can't I can't spend that long with Kratos and not and be enhanced by it. It's just no. Wow, we've had some stonkers on this theme, haven't we? Uh, wow, what a shocker! I could, I could, I, I imagine I could write dissertations on the on how deep Kratos is as a character, and I feel genuinely offended. 
I feel like I need to slap you with a glove and take oh, you outside. It's just like you were like, he's gruff and angry, and it's like so dull. And I challenge you to a duel over the plot of the Last of Us Two is gruff. Yeah, and angry. gruff that. and angry is like. Sorry, that's just me. Okay. I've not been angry at anyone else. All of like. these are valid. Yeah, like. all of them yeah, are valid. Yeah. Fair enough. We like yeah, what we like. We, we like what we like. We know what Ray we like. Ray is shit. Yeah. <laughs> so and is so is, and so is Whether so you is... on a bike or not. <laughs> you actually really pissed Miles off of me. I'm actually yeah. upset. Kratos is shit. So is fucking Borderlands. A couple of weeks ago, even, you were saying that it was great. Borderlands was wanky, but wank, wank. Anyway, to be fair, the first half of Kratos is slow. So. I just feel like everyone's just shit on all the games I like. I know, sure it is, isn't it? Kratos Borderlands and Nice and Bikes. Well, whammy you, didn't I? You just like shit games. Okay. That's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's uh yeah, we're 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 running on. So let's uh let's get the next one. We'll go straight to out this week. Toby, you set for out this week? Nope. No. I, I have oh, baby in my hands. Okay. Oh Sean is though. Okay, let's go. Stepped into the breach. Right. Uh if you're listening to this on the day it goes up, we have Kenna or Kina or whatever the hell you want to call it, Bridge of Spirits. Uh that comes out on the 21st of September for both PS5 and PC. And uh, the first review is out right now, and it's got a five out of five. So, yeah, sounds good. Okay. Um, the also out uh, today or the twenty first of September is World War Z Aftermath, which is the definitive definitive edition of World War Z, which I think we all enjoyed. So, um, go and have give that a look. Yeah. Also coming out of Street Outlaws Two: Winner Takes All, which looks utter garbage, but I guess I'm going to play it anyway. And um, also out. Today or the twenty first is Shelter Two on PC, and Golf Peaks on consoles, which is a cool little three D golf game. On the twenty second, uh, the Final Fantasy Legends Collection of Saga is hitting mobile platforms. Uh, so is Pokemon Unite. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, also coming out on the twenty second is Subdivision Infinite DX on uh, consoles. It's the shinier version of Subdivision Infinite Infinity, which was released on consoles like four years ago. On the 23rd, Ember is releasing on consoles finally. Yay. And after what feels like an eternity trapped on Stadia. And also coming out on the 23rd is Diablo 2 Resurrected and Sable. And Staxel is hitting Switch, um, which I think we're reviewing so many games this time. Um, and then on the 23rd, also Mac Warrior 5 Mercenaries is coming to the PS5 for the first time. And it's been quite a while since that franchise has been on playstation so it's coming with all kinds of crazy dlc on the ps5 too so get that a look um 24th death park is hitting xbox which is awful blind postman <laughs> is coming out um a gummy's life is hitting xbox series and xbox one and other consoles lost judgment is coming out on ps5 and xbox series x uh adam's family the Man- uh, mansion mayhem which i there's a preview on the website now right now it's pretty cool. Um, it's a four-play co-op game. It's set in Adam's family. Uh, also, Little Kite is hitting Xbox, which looks like a narrative adventure. And finally, Startopia, Starbase Startopia, is releasing on Switch. And the last game... No, released... Normal consoles couldn't handle that. No, so that's why I'm like, on, what uh... the hell? <laughs> Do you reckon it's just little boxes moving around the station? Yeah, it must be on the cloud or something. There's no way. Uh, finally, the last game releasing this week until the there's no other games between the 24th and the 27th. Death Stranding Director's Cut is hitting the PS5. Uh, yes. Somebody's excited. <laughs> At least somebody is. I think it was Wesker. 
No, no, I'm not getting. I'm not getting. I'm not getting the soundboard back up. Next week's so busy. Yeah. Oh man, next week's so busy. Yeah, we've got a wild end to the year. Coming up. I think my oh. September was more busy at the early part of September. In the second half of September, I'm like, eh, I can take or leave most of that. I'm okay. Keen is out tomorrow. I know Keen is like the last one, but that's that's one in the second half. There's like five in the first half <laughs> of the month. Well, first week of October, you got Far Cry. Don't forget that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the week after we've got like a Juggler's Tale and yeah, Doctor Who Edge of Reality is finally coming to consoles for. Flat you consoles. can. Um... Oh, cool! Thank you, Sean. God, what a week ahead we have! Very exciting. But that does bring an edit to the podcast this week. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. God, I hope we're all still friends after this. My God, that got very dramatic, didn't it? Again, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, if you do want to follow us, follow our Patreon. For $1 a month, you can keep the website nice and shiny and keep the podcast live on its various podcast hosting services. If you want to follow us at all, go to the link tree in the description below. You can find us absolutely everywhere. And if you want to follow us individually, you can find our Twitter handles in the description below also. But that's it. Uh, So it is goodbye from Greg Wheels. Bye. It is goodbye from Cat Simulator 21. It's goodbye from Sean Simulator 21. Oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, bye. <laughs> it's goodbye from Toby of War. Anara. And it's goodbye Boy. from Miles, who didn't bother to do a cool Zoom name today. Yeah, sorry, I didn't get the memo. Farewell. Unbelievable. And I've been at Ross Keener. Until next time, this has been the Thinking Guns Podcast. Bye!